Welcome to the Sisters in Therapy podcast, previously known as On the Couch podcast. New listeners, old listeners, thank you for rocking with us. I'm Mercedes, a licensed marriage and family therapist. I'm Takesha, a licensed marriage and family therapist. And I am Brittany, a licensed professional counselor. We all fall under the umbrella of licensed mental health professionals, here to share our unpopular opinions as well as our clinical expertise about all things life, ranging from mental health to trending topics on social media. This podcast is not meant to be a substitute with a mental health professional, but it is meant to serve as a platform where you can get dope content and be inspired to love on yourself. Now, let's get on the couch. This session of Sisters in Therapy is inspired by an episode of Queen Sugar. Um, on this particular episode, Nova, a black woman, asks Calvin, her white boyfriend, if he felt shame behind Derek Chauvin kneeling on George Floyd's neck. She pointed out to Calvin that when black people see anything on the news about a murder, a robbery, or any type of crime, we automatically hope that the suspect is not black because if he or she is, we feel shame. Calvin told Nova he was disgusted by the actions of the officer, but he was not ashamed. Calvin said it had nothing to do with him. Nova became annoyed and pointed out that every black person's action is seen as a collective endeavor, every action besides success, of course. Every bad thing that one of us experienced or caused reflects on all of us in the eyes of American society. So speaking as a black woman, I for sure have said, dang, I hope the suspect ain't black when we see something on the news. When we call each other, we say, was they black? Mm-hmm. We all say that. Um, but I never knew that that was called a collective conscious. I knew we had collective trauma, but I did not know we shared a collective conscious. So back to Calvin, it had nothing to do with me. Do white people lack a collective conscience? I hope they're required to. You say absolutely? Mm-hmm. And like Brittany said, they're not required to. I don't know if it's more of a conscious decision to have the collective conscience or if it is, like she said, the in the eyes of America, American society, like have, we've been conditioned to or learn from the way in which they view us, which mm-hmm. is that we are all alike and the sin of one is the sin of all. Mm-hmm. And so maybe the collective conscience has just kind of been developed. It makes me think of the bystander effect and white silence when she's saying you feel no shame. They don't feel, in sh- but also it made me think about the one of the girls from our LMFT program when she said, like, why are we even so sad? Like, with the collective trauma. Yes. They don't understand it. Because even in this episode, the, the the daughter said, but why are you ashamed? They had nothing to do with you. I mean, white people are granted a sense of duality or freedom that we are not. Like, like similar to what you said, like, our behavior is connected to the next person and the next person mm-hmm. and the next person. And I don't think, I'm not surprised that Calvin didn't, didn't have any shame in regards to how Derek was acting. I'm surprised because that was not reflective of him per se. And Calvin is also a police officer. Correct. Before we had individuality, though, we were viewed as a group in America, just as as slaves or even when slavery was over, it was blacks are not allowed here. They didn't look at mm-hmm. your character or your personality or what type mm-hmm. of job you had mm-hmm. or how you fell in within the system and society. It's just black people. So it makes sense that over time we develop this this oneness mm-hmm. in how the world views and sees us. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. I learned something from this episode because I didn't know what to call what it is 
that we do when something happens on the news. We all do say, was they black? Oh, all the time. Why do we do that? Yeah. Because we, we feel shame. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it also gives white people even more of a... I think we worry about be, that. To be racist. Like, yeah. I yeah. think that's one of the main things we worry about. So, yeah, we don't like that the person did that, but we also know, like, damn, this is one thing that America and white people going to hold against us. Yeah. All of us. Mm-hmm. Because she said every action accepts success, of course. Of course. Yeah. But when it's something negative, we're all held accountable for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not surprised as far as... I mean, it's, I don't want to sound, it, 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 I, I don't want to say, oh, this is a white guy, but. It is a white guy, and, and, it, and it showed what everybody was thinking during the pandemic. Like, man, it'd be hard married to a white person right now. This was literally mm-hmm. what was going on while she was, she was trying to write and type about the George Floyd situation, and he was watching TV just at ease. She became very annoyed. Like, how the fuck you chilling right now? Oh, that just gave me the chills, because that would have pissed me off. It yeah. pissed her off, but she tried to have a conversation with him, and. It was very interesting. But it's it's also like, let's put race aside. That was still a human being on a human being's neck. Period. How was there no reaction to... He was, he did react to I it. know, but I'm, I, I, I get the sake of the argument, but like, it's really messed up how like deep white supremacy goes. Exactly. <laughs> so the next question is, is this lack of conscience that white people have is what's keeping the evil nature of white supremacy going in this world? What's the question again? The lack of conscience that white people have is this what's keeping the evil nature of white supremacy living and breathing in America? I would say so. I think it's definitely a a contributing factor. I would take it even a bit further in still the way that they view the black group or any other just minority group in general because there is still a desensitization to black bodies or just anybody in like the marginalized group disabled elderly there is still a desensitization to that because white people in their consciousness is all that is there is them yeah um and so they don't see or recognize these bodies as as valuable or as even needed and so i think that in itself just not recognizing the lives of other people I don't even know if it would make a difference if they held their silence another accountable. I think it would make a difference. And I think the fact that he was saying he held no shame and it looks like they do lack collective conscience and we don't is because we care what they think about us. They don't give a fuck what we think about their evilness. Or exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So we do care what they think because like y'all said, this is just another contributing thing that could make them be more racist or hateful or stereotypical towards black people whereas they like he like no i don't feel no shame he had nothing to do with me so even Mm -hmm. if they did share a collective conscience they would still have to do work to recognize Mm -hmm. that this is actually a problem because if they shared a collective conscience because sometimes they do when something bad happens to a white woman Mm -hmm. they can all be mad they can be upset but they use it as an excuse to be racist what if it's something that happened to a... What are you talking about? Like, if somebody black did right. to a white woman or something? Right. Just in general, if something happened to a white woman, that's what I'm saying. So they still have... They do have a little bit of a shared collective conscience because they they use that as a weapon, right? To mm-hmm. still wield racism. So I'm saying, so even if their collective conscience grew, they would still have to change the way in which they view 
different people. Yeah. Again, mm-hmm. it's just kind of like the still not um, like a whole man, three, four, whatever. Three fifths to me. Yeah. So if you still, even if you have a collective conscious, but these people are still not whole people, it's still not going to matter yeah. if you kill them. Yeah. If you still view these people as just like fucking livestock or like deer or the animals that you, it, it don't matter if you share a collective conscious. They can go out there, shoot a deer, and it don't mean shit. They having dinner tonight. Yeah. This is true. I mean, another thing that Nova pointed out in, to Calvin before she stormed off was y'all isn't white people. She said, you have an imbecile in the White House and y'all just shrug it off. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's ever that deep for them. Exactly. And it's never that deep for them. And I think default or just like their underlying, well, that happened to you because you were black. So I don't really know what else you want me to say. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just think. Obviously, it's still racist, no matter how soft it is. And I think it's the true definition of what privilege is. It is the true definition of privilege. I don't think he was being racist. I think that he just privileged. And that, as you always say, I don't know if that's racist, him saying he wasn't ashamed, but he was disgusted. But I do think that, what am I trying to say? I think also privilege even comes from not being worried or having to have a collective conscious right but it made him think her sharing that Mm -hmm. with him it made him think like damn so he you know like damn so he did turn the tv off but it made me think about like damn how hard it would be to be to be in an interracial relationship and is it i'm like is it possible to have this relationship with this person truly see you as a black person or is it safe for people to say i don't see you as a black woman you're just my woman like no no I feel like that's always negligent. Anytime someone says that they don't see color to me, I feel like it's unethical. I feel like it's negligent. <laughs> it is. It's negligent. And yeah. it's fucking ridiculous. Like, don't be an idiot. Right. But, like, why Why don't you want to see my color? I'm not under... I, I, I've never understood... I mean, I get the premise behind it. But, like you said, I think it's pretty... I, I think it's... I think they think that that is... No, they think the it's positive. Way, I, positive. Yes, they mm-hmm. think it's positive. They I don't do. I don't really somebody I was reading something, it was saying how homophobic people don't realize they're being homophobic, how racist people don't realize they're being racist. Like nobody's realizing they're doing it because they're too busy trying to be nice. Mm-hmm. That they're free that they're actually being racist. Mm-hmm. Right. They're still doing harm, no matter how soft or little it is. Um, I don't know. That, I think someone was even arguing about like the intent behind micro microaggressions. They're like, well, their intent is not to be racist. Therefore, they're not being racist. No, that still does not take away. No. Your lack of... Like they tell you when you're no. doing these like study programs or um, whatever, trainings for work, like, or even for school, like the lack of information that you have on this is not our responsibility. Right. Like... Yeah. If you neglect this, then that's still on you. You are still held responsible for the information that you did not go over. (laughs) No, people just want to say they're not something without the work shown shown for it. You don't you don't get to say you're you're not racist or sexist. Your actions and your behavior and your words have to show that nobody will really get a cookie from me. I'm not interested in you telling me that. It's a matter of because because you know what happens? It come out real quick Mm -hmm. if you don't challenge it. Mm -hmm. What 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 am I supposed to do with you telling me I'm not I'm not racist? Okay, what that's supposed to please me? That's supposed to be entertaining for me? And am I deemed the nice black girl because we can have a conversation? Again, I'm still reflecting mm-hmm. the core group of black women because we can have a nice interaction, but 
I don't. I'm never really interested in and white people saying that. Praise people for the nice. Well, what do we? What do you want him, a white person, to say? Is it so? It's not okay for a white person to lead with they're not racist. What should they lead with? Nothing. <laughs> what, what What is the purpose of you telling me that? That's what am I supposed point. to do with that? Am I supposed to say, "Well, I'm not that ghetto ass bitch"? That's a good point. But I've never. They don't ever say I'm not racist. I had an interaction recently with a white man. Oh, white man. You know, he was the Uber driver or something for when I was dropping my car off. Oh, yeah. And I felt, and he kept saying, you know, what do you think about, you know, trans women or things like that? We've talked about that. He didn't have a negative connotation to it. But then when I went back to pick the car up, he tells me that you can send some of your clients to me. Me and my wife been together for years. We can really help them out. Now, I'm the therapist in the situation. But he wants me to send my clients to him. <laughs> then he goes on to say, and my grandkids are black. What am I supposed to do with that? So we're good right there. I'm like, what are you so talking? We're good right there. I'm like, so what does that mean? So what, I'm guessing that's I... his way of telling me he's not racist because he's telling me that his grandkids are not black. You see what I mean? Is that some some type of medallion? <laughs> I, I I don't think they mean no harm. But I, they don't. But that's still the ignorance in it. Like, what are you doing to like educate yourself to not sound like an absolute idiot? Because that was unnecessary information if you like not racist just how about like do the actions to like right. not be racist gotcha because people do like the false bullshit all the time of i got black friends i got that don't mean shit to me right that don't mean shit you can have mixed kids you can you can have all that shit it don't mean shit what are you it, doing it, exactly what are your actions like i agree and so as bernie's king say we got to stop confusing kindness with justice right and the truth is some people are soft racist as you say there's a such thing as soft racism which i still mm -hmm. is still bad but yeah <laughs> it is that which would lead to the microaggression because the which soft racism true. does just as much harm i can't i don't know if that's a good comparison but no they need to, i i always feel like it's our job to let them know that they're being there that they are doing this is a microaggression what you're doing is soft racism yeah because if we don't let them know they're going to keep doing it especially in the workplace right i have but we're uncomfortable with letting them know mm -hmm. you know why oh well i didn't you know i didn't mean nothing by that then it becomes a whole ordeal it's and so then you just feed into still the stereotype yes. of oh you can't say nothing to them oh they're gonna, they gonna get gonna so mad Oh, I can't tell them to do their job. Like, damn! Now, like, now you can't even do your work because you done called out some shit that they're doing this unprofessional. You calling them out for unprofessionalism, oh boy, it's and exhausting. now they do different shit to keep you from doing your job. It's very exhausting. So, do we sacrifice our comfort so that they can be comfortable as black people in the workplace? Well, similar to what somebody said, if a black person speaks up about racism, it's got bad. <laughs> it's got really bad because we tolerate a lot. And we don't speak up about a lot in the That's workplace. True. So for it to get that far. For us to speak up, that means you've been doing it a You've been doing long. it a long mm -hmm. time and I'm fed up at this point. That's true. We we pretty So again, we sacrifice our comfort yeah. so they can be comfortable. Why I don't do even, we do that? But I don't even know if it's a matter of comfort. It's kind of a matter of like white people, white people. Are. Right. That's what I was going to say too. So I don't know if it's a sacrifice of our comfort or more of, damn, have we just expected this kind of bullshit? Will we call out black people before we call out white people in the workplace mm. for something that irritates us? I think it's kind of, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe it's kind of like, I'm black, you're black. Let me just talk to you for a second because I'm hoping that as a black person, I can come to you like that versus 
a white person who may make this big ordeal and mm-hmm. make a scene in front of everybody else. So mm-hmm. maybe there's a little bit more comfort in addressing a black person versus a white person. Possibly. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but do I always want to tell this white person? I mean, I probably would, but I also haven't had that many interactions with white people like that in the workplace, but, or at least experiences to where I've had to like speak up. Now, when I was a teenager, there have been some things that have said to me where I'm like, okay, I'd like to go home for the day. Mm-hmm. I don't think it comes as easy as we think. I think that when white people say something to us in the workplace, we give them way more grace than we would give anybody else. Mm-hmm. I think we do. And we may think about it later, but I do think we, as you said, we have an internalized respect for them. And to a certain extent, we give them grace for the stuff that they say. And we know that we should correct them. Mm-hmm. I think that's a new age, maybe even millennial thing in general, because I also don't think that we would say stuff to black bosses either if they are bosses just because i mean it's changing with the new like millennials speaking up in the workplace and being assertive and things like that but i think before like just as far as jobs are considered we are all kind of conditioned to take like whatever in the workplace because we know we need a fucking paycheck and nobody just want to up and quit this is true their job because it's it's changed when you speak up about somebody disrespecting you know, because that could be the same about like mm-hmm. men saying stuff inappropriately you know do you want to like well because i don't know it's they, almost like a self-preservation like yeah you know you're kind of expected to to take shit and not say nothing about it okay and they think that you need the job i've seen that so many times where people th- think you'll take anything you'll do multiple jobs you'll take yeah. people talking to you any kind of way because they right. know you fucking need a check yeah so the so so, obviously, this term collective conscious. Have you guys heard of this term before? I've never heard of collective conscious. Somewhat in my research. In your research? Mm-hmm. As far as, like, you know, collective trauma. Yeah, I've heard of collective trauma. Mm-hmm. I know yeah, that. Yeah, no, but I'm that, saying I've seen the research say that as that's relates most of my to knowledge. collective conscious. Mm-hmm. So, was your, like, so were you surprised that, like, people are saying all black people have a collective conscious? Were you, like, did you realize that we do this as much? I, like you said, I never termed it that, but I definitely knew that we felt that way because I do, I feel that way, like, in general. Mm-hmm. Because the community is still the community, whether we do something good, whether we do something bad. I do think that we're all very, like, aware that mm-hmm. it's a reflection of us. Even when we at the workplace mm-hmm. and somebody do the fool, we like, damn, now they about <laughs> to see us. Or we yeah. show up late, yeah. damn, don't be the one that's going to make us look like or reinforce yeah. what they already think about us. So I know that it's there. I, I never was like... Yeah, I know it's there too. Um, I actually feel like I behave that way. I think I told somebody this. I feel like every decision I make, I'm making it as a whole community, as a black person. And I don't want to make black people look bad. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's good or bad, the collective conscious. Um, I don't know either. I think one of my... Um, I think it's loving. We had this conversation before be in, in my family. One of my cousins were having this conversation. He was like, why do we have this... Why do we want to be the first black person? Like, why is it that serious for us? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think black culture is rich and our ancestors walk so we can run. So, I mean, I kind of take pride in. So I'm not trying to be like this well-behaved black person and I don't want white people to know. No, I, not I that. Care. Right. That's not what I was saying. The um, collective conscience was the shame that we feel basically when somebody do something that's be, not be, so because, good. Because the general idea based off of white people it don't matter where you are in life according to white people you still gonna be like jay-z said still niggas so and like you said that 
because you were talking about whether it's good or if it's bad, but you said it's loving. I think that's like kind of the main thing kind of behind the community or wanting to be behind the collective um, conscious is that we do care about one another. We want to represent one another well. We want to know that we all straight. You know, when you mm -hmm. see somebody, you want to know that every... It's a sense of like, community, I think. Yeah, yeah. you want to know that you all good and we all right and we all striving to be, you know, our best selves, mm -hmm. you know, best healthy families, communities. Um, so I guess it definitely could be a good thing if we think about it. Yeah, it, it is more than... It's more than shame, too, um, with the collective countries. They only talked about the shame part, but yes. the collective countries is also inspiring and motivating mm -hmm. when I see something, um, or it just makes you proud to a certain extent. But the well, shame is there, too, sometimes. But it's the shame is definitely there, but I yes. think we're definitely more recently seeing the celebration behind it, too. Mm -hmm. Issa does it more than anybody I know. Um, so loud and proud. So loud and proud. But I also get what you're, I do get what the other black people are saying of why we, some people get tired of black excellence. I've seen it on social media. They get tired. They like, bro, why we always got, why black people, they said it in Queen and Slim. Why black people always got to be so damn excellent? Why we got to be so great? Why we just can't be black? I wonder why we feel like we have to, why can't we have categories? <laughs> why can't we have? Why don't they understand the need for black excellence? Right. Is the question. I'm, I'm, it's, why can't we call it black owned business and be proud but, of it? But see, the thing mm -hmm. is, like, people really have a problem with a collective positive force. Yes. Mm -hmm. There's always. There's... Again, I think that's still the condition from white yes, supremacy. Exactly. Let me just float and let me not make no trouble. Right. They may but not make no noise. Something mm -hmm. as simple as the black, the black. Uh, box black square that everybody was posting last year in mm -hmm. unity on social media it's and of true. course everybody did it because that was supposed to be a united front and the minute force. that somebody found i don't even know if it was a reliable source about whatever some people see this is why y'all gotta read so your point is that we should have just not the point of it was to for it to be unified I'm not... Of course, there was a misunderstanding in regards to that because it, people was using the hashtag Black Lives Matter, but the square in itself was still a co positive collective force. Right. Mm -hmm. People had a problem with it. So, and therefore... But don't say you didn't do your damn research because you didn't have no research before we posted. <laughs> you just it just validated you not wanting exactly. to take part right. in this collective or even something as simple as when people were posting the the black and white picture of we are black women yeah. blah blah blah. Oh, this goofy. So that's the energy y'all are on. Exactly. <laughs> so the collective conscious in a way serves black people. I just didn't know what I didn't know that was a term for it. But what I'm saying is some people do have a problem with it and they separate themselves from it. Mm -hmm. They don't like don't. Well, I got to feel a certain way just because I'm black because it's just a part of who you are. It's going to be a collective feel no matter what you say. But I also think it's right. a matter of people really don't want self-accountability because the moment you become a part of something bigger than yourself, your decisions have to reflect that. I, I think you're trying King to detach from it. Yes. yes. You're trying to detach from it. Right. But no matter how far you detach yourself from it, the world will not detach exactly. you from it. Exactly. Yeah. We can detach from the collective countries that we share as black people all we want to. But like Nova said, in the eyes of American society... You still nigga. Exactly. Period. So detach all the fuck you want because you think it's going to serve you. Yeah. They still view you exactly the same. Yeah. It's not fair. <laughs> no, it's not fair that we have to operate like this, but it is the reality of yeah. us in this in this world. Yeah. It is. And I, I think you made a good point to where it can it can be a negative thing. You know, we can feel the shame with it, but we can it can also be a positive thing it can, it can be, be very inspiring. uplifting yes yeah. so what what you 
what's the benefit of running away from it when so much power and and love can come from it? Yeah. What you hide? What you hiding from it for? Like I have to tell people, honestly, I know you might get tired of all this black excellence and you might get tired of this pro-blackness and the black-owned businesses and the people, the freedom fighters. But without those people, we wouldn't even, we need those people. Or we just be sitting around in America not making no noise, just existing and not living. We don't want that. How ignorant is that? You don't want that. You don't want the reality of that. People Mm -hmm. fought for you to get where you are all comfortable so that you can comfortably detach. But you kind of shaming them saying movements and them actions that took place. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. That's what got you here. It's so weird to me because people who want to have these arguments about, see, there's a certain agenda. (laughs) The white man. (laughs) But when we are together on an opinion, nah, nah, see, I'm not doing all that. That's to pick one Pick one. Pick one. So basically, I, this, the purpose of this session was just to introduce something that I found interesting, which is a new term was collective conscious, which I didn't know what to coin at first. But I think collective conscious as a black race is loving. And I think it provides us with a sense of community. Absolutely. And it makes me love me more. It makes me love you more. And yeah, that's that on that. Go love yourself. Go love yourself. Go love yourself. Hey guys, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Sisters in Therapy. That is S I S T A S in Therapy. And make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to our show on and give us a review. And as always, go love yourself.